Welcome to episode 94 of Enhancing Human Experience podcast. On this episode, which is the Christmas special episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics and one of the most profound topics that has the most like potential to make massive change in our experience. And that is the power and the magic of belief. You know, the reality is I think I could do a podcast every single week of just about belief because it's so important. And it's also something that I know from my own experience, I tend to overlook it or not give it the credit that it really deserves. But at the heart of all our experiences and the cause of all our experiences can be traced back to our beliefs and the way we feel about ourselves and see ourselves and see the world and the paradigm we create for ourselves, which is all intertwined in belief. And so it's really, really powerful when we want to make massive radical changes in our experience in any area of life, right? It doesn't matter whether it's in health and wellness or in business or in our personal life. Those beliefs are at the core of it. But as human beings, we have this tendency to constantly look outward and try to solve problems out in the world, right? Or in in things that are outside of our consciousness. But the reality is everything begins in our consciousness. And so we always have to go there or else we'll never really solve the problem, right? The problem will just be maybe a Band-Aid on the problem or maybe just kind of perpetuated or kicked down the road or it'll keep reoccurring in your in your own experience. I mean, I've had that experience and I'm sure you have too where you have similar situations and similar experiences crop up over and over and over and over again. Now, it took me three times in my experience to get the message and realize that I was the problem. And I, my question to you is, how many times is it going to take you if you're creating a situation that you don't want over and over and over again, how many times is it going to take you to solve that problem? Now, I'm a slow learner, and so it took me three times, right? But after the third time, I was like, look, there's something going on here within me, within my consciousness, inside, buried deep below my subconscious level of awareness that is causing this. Right. Because when it with the third time's the charm, right? When it happens three times, you know it's not a coincidence. At least I knew it wasn't a coincidence. And I feel that I was really fortunate to have the wherewithal to say, look, you're causing this situation. Go and fix yourself, fix it. And when I did that, changed myself. And that's a topic for another podcast. But when I did that internal work and bypassed my conscious mind or, or the belief that was creating that, everything changed. And I've never created that experience again. And you know what? I don't want to. So that's a whole topic for another episode. But because it's the Christmas holidays, because it's the season of magic and giving, and it's just this time of year is awesome to analyze our beliefs. But like I said, every time of year is awesome to do that. In this episode, I'm going to share with you three things that I always think about when it comes to belief that tune me up and make me realize the power of belief. And then I'm also going to share with you um, a quote from The Magic of Believing, which is the like quintessential book on belief. And then talk about some of the things that you can do in your own experience, things you can put on your vision board. I'm going to share one of my favorite belief quotes with you. And 
just day-to-day practices that reaffirm and like reacquaint you with the power of belief. I think that's what it's all about, right? Knowing that it's our beliefs that are creating our experiences and not just some random happenstance, right? Everything has a cause and effect in the universe. All right, so let's get into the three things that I always think about when I think about belief and changing them will create and change our experiences. The first thing I think about is this. None of us is doing anything. None of us is keeping ourselves alive or causing anything in the world, right? And the reason for that is we none of us have access to the first cause, which is the life force. I don't know anyone who can manipulate that life force that flows through people. And that life force illuminates whatever's in your consciousness whatever you're believing, whatever story you're telling yourself, whatever picture, if you imagine it, the best way that I like to think of it, if you imagine it as a movie, that light is projecting onto the storyline or the screen, the script that you've put on the movie, and it's projecting out into your experience. And the way that it's projecting is that you're seeing a reflection of circumstances and experiences that match the script and the movie and the screenplay that you've got playing in your mind. Lots of people have talked about this, right? You change your story and everything else changes as well. You change your state of being and show up different in the world and the vibrations that are coming off of you ripple out into the world and affect people, right? We're vibrational beings and it all begins with a thought and a feeling on the inside. So that's the first thing that I think about when I think about belief is that all we have to do is decide how we want our world to be and how we want ourselves to be and then continuously plant that seed in our consciousness or hold that film up to the light that is always shining through us. I call that the God force or our divinity, but it's that light that flows through us. It animates people. It animates all of life. It animates animals. It animates plants. And it's this wireless, like intelligent energy that is flowing through us. And as human beings, we're really fortunate because we have the power to focus that energy onto whatever we want. We can focus on the negative and we can make that bigger. Or we can focus on the positive and we can make that bigger. We have the choice. And the challenging sometimes, because I don't have to tell you this, there's a predominance of negative energy in the world right? This is that resistance that we're always facing. And our work, I believe our work here is to bring more light into the world and push more positive energy into the world, allow more of that in. Because again, human beings are deciding how the world's playing out, right? By what we're focusing on, what we're putting in our consciousness, what seeds we're planting. So however, it is helpful for you to imagine or kind of get this idea in your mind, whether you want to look at it as a garden and you're planting seeds, or one of my favorite ways is a projector that is projecting light through a film and and like an image or moving image that you're putting in your mind, that's going to come into your reality, right? Those Those are the ways that I look at it. But at the heart of it is, it takes a lot of pressure off us when we know that we're not creating anything. We're just choosing and deciding that creative energy that's coming through us is doing all of the work, the real work. Yes, we're inspired to take action in this way or that way, or build this or go here or meet this person, or have a little idea or an impulse to go and do something. We do that. We have to take that action. We have to move forward sometimes in order to 
get a sign, usually it's a gut feeling, that we might need to turn around or we might need to pivot a little bit here or there. But I'll tell you, we're not doing the majority of the work. And that takes a lot of pressure off of ourselves because if we think we've got to change everything as a limited, small, quote unquote, small human being with, you know, limited power and not connected to the divinity and the whole of the universe, that's going to be a really daunting task, right? Especially if you're going up against lots of fixed situations and structures and systems in your own world or in the world at large, you know, who wants to do that? No one wants to do that. But this is why a lot of people that talk about this say, hey, you know, you're walking with the power that is infinitely creative, that can do anything. It's just, are you going to allow that power to do its job? And are you going to make a decision and change your belief, change the things you hold in your mind? And we'll talk about what a belief is in, in the second part here. That, but if, are you going to allow that to change your experience and allow it to have that effect on you, right? That's the question, right? So the first one is, we are not doing anything. We are simply allowing the things to be done. And so the question is, are you going to allow, what are you going to allow to be done? Really, really powerful thought. I know it's made a big difference in my own experience. Number two is when we're talking about what a belief, that the three things that are powerful about a belief is this. And this is something that we get from Abraham Hicks. It's hugely beneficial. And they say that a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking. It's just a thought that you keep thinking. Isn't that powerful? When we know that, it takes all of the power away from a belief. Because we think that, you know, our beliefs are set in stone and carved and the end-all, be-all of everything. And they are not. They are really not. Just a thought that we keep thinking. And the other thing that I like to think about when I look at belief is I always pull out the middle three letters. What are they? L-I-E. A belief, I always tell myself this, is really a lie. It's a lie that you're telling yourself. And I'm not saying it's a good or bad lie. It's just a lie. Because who really knows? Who really knows what you're capable of? Who really knows what is going to happen after we pass from this world? Who really knows, right? What evidence do we have of that? So when I think of it that way, that a belief is just a lie that we tell ourselves, you can tell yourself a fantastic lie or you can tell yourself a really crappy lie, right? That, remember, the lie is going to create the experience. So if it's me, I'm telling myself a lie that supports the experiences that I want to have in life and facilitates that and holds up those experiences and the big A is in alignment with those experiences. I'm not going to tell myself a lie, a belief, that is counterproductive to the things and experiences that I want to have in life, right? And this is a real one of the biggest realizations that I've had in the last handful of years is this idea, because before I didn't think this way, right? I didn't realize that you can reverse engineer the experiences you're having in life and build support structures in your consciousness that support those experiences. I didn't have that understanding and that level of understanding, right? But when I started to have that level of understanding and change those ideas and beliefs in my mind, everything started to change. And I started to see the potential for what could really happen, right? So that's the kind of the second part of that. The first is a belief is just a thought that you keep thinking and it's also a lie right? So my suggestion is to choose the beliefs 
that support the experiences you want to have in life and 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 facilitate them and are in alignment with them. It's 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 really really powerful. Number 3, this is another eye-opener and I, I'm happy to share it with you here because I think it's going to have a profound ex- effect on your experience and I know it did on mine. And that is, if you're in doubt about the power of belief, just look around. Just simply look around at other people and observe the fact that everyone is having very different experiences. It's also helpful to find someone that is from a similar background as you, maybe a similar age, maybe the more similarities you can find within this person, the better off. Because what you're going to do is you're going to ask yourself, what's different about them? And, and I guess I should say, find someone who has having better experiences in the area of life that you want to have better experiences in than you are. And then you ask yourself, what's different about them? What is different about them? And I guarantee you, if you keep asking that what, 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 and digging past the layers, you're going to get to their belief is different. They have a different consciousness. They look at the world differently. They maybe have a positive outlook, a positive expectancy of the things that are going to happen. But that all traces back to belief, doesn't it? You know, if you look at different people having different experiences, that's the most like marked example of the fact that we that our beliefs create our experiences and not the other way around. And especially, this is what I also like to do. I like to find people who have come from worse circumstances than I come from or who have had more challenges to overcome than I have had and they're farther down the road in terms of health, wealth, and success or happiness or productivity, whatever measure you want to do. Because again, anything always traces back to belief, right? Anything traces back to that image we're holding up in the world or the script or the movie line or the the uh, the way we perceive ourselves in the world, right? Which is a belief, right? Belief is the foundation. If you find someone who has had way more challenges to overcome than you, but yet they still find a way to succeed and win and get what they want, there's a, that's a really good, like in your face example of belief, the power of belief. I often say that, you know, we're living on one planet, we come from one source, and we're going to return to one source. But while we're here, we have vastly different experiences. And the only difference is we have different belief structures, we have different states of consciousness, we tell ourselves different stories, we perceive the world and ourselves differently, and that all plays out in our experience. And the whole idea is to reverse engineer, start with the experiences that you want to have in life, and reverse engineer them to the beliefs that you need to adopt in order to cause those experiences. Remember, we live in a world and a universe that is ruled by cause and effect. There's no randomness. We have ultimately all the power. One of the things that I I always think about in this sense is, years ago, Darren Hardy wrote a book called 100% 0%. And that book was all about asking yourself the question, whose responsibility is it in a relationship to make that relationship work, right? Whose responsibility is it? And people, when he asked this question in live audiences, they would say stuff like, well, 50-50 or the overachievers are going to go the extra mile and be like 51%. I'll take that responsibility and we'll leave 49% for them because I'm a little bit better than them, right? They would, they would do that. But the reality is he's like, no, 100% of your responsibility it's 100% of your responsibility to make that relationship work. 
And it blew a lot of people away because they're like, hey, that doesn't sound logical. That's not rational. But he's like, hey, if you don't want to take full ownership, then don't gripe about the fact the relationship, whether it's work or business or, or personal life, isn't working. If you don't want to take 100% ownership. To me, I like that. And as I move through my own life and my own business endeavors, the more ownership I take, even outlandish ownership, even in the face of, wow, I, you know, this seems really far and beyond, I don't care because I want to have that success and I want things to go my way. And so I'm not going to leave anything to chance and I'm going to always go the extra mile if it's within my possible, if it's within my uh, capacity to do so, I'm going to go the extra mile to get as close to that 100%, whether I'm dealing with customer service or in a relationship or in a business endeavor. If there's something that I can do to mitigate the potential for things to go awry, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. And also, as I might say, might add, I'm also living in the end and going through scenarios in my mind, doing the self-talk, right? We all do the self-talk. It's just a question of what are we talking to ourselves about? And is it supporting the experiences we want? Is it supporting and in alignment with those things? So it begins within, but it also is the logistical things, right? Why leave something to chance if you can go the extra mile to make sure that things don't go awry? Now, having said that, we're human beings and our awareness is always flowering and our understanding is always opening. Sometimes we're not going to get it right. That's the learning process of being human. But if we try and make that our and set that as being our intention and that is our goal of taking 100% ownership in our business and our life and our health and well-being, that's going to be far more beneficial than leaving some on the table for someone else to pick up the slack. I was recently listening to Gene Simmons' book. It's I think the title is... Um, you Inc. something about create being a rock god. I don't know. It's a crazy title, but a fantastic book. And he said he reached a point in his life when he had this realization after, you know, I think it was when he was well within his down his business endeavors. You know, he has a number of different business uh, ventures. Of course, his major one is Kiss, right? And then he's done all these offshoots and made an incredible impact and an incredible amount of money off of these other business ventures. But he said, I realized that if I wanted something done, I had to do it myself. And I don't think he was talking about cutting off all ties from other people and not like allowing other people to be part of your team and help you. But those those key things, the most important things, because it's really true, right? If you want something done, you have to do it yourself because no one's going to care as much about your situation and your circumstances as you are. So I thought it was really awesome that he said that because that's kind of a taboo, especially in the business world, especially nowadays where people are talking about outsourcing and virtual assistants and all that stuff. And again, I'm not saying those are bad things, but the most important things, the most impactful things we've got to do ourselves so we know they're going to be done right and we can take that 100% ownership. So that's the third thing. Look around. People are having vastly different experiences and ask yourself why that is. I think you'll find, as I did, that it comes back to the core reason is they have different beliefs about themselves and others and the world and opportunity and all those things. Okay, so I will probably pull a number of my favorite quotes and put them on the blog post for this episode at gmarkphillips.com. But one of my favorite ones is this one right here. 
And this one is, whatever you believe about yourself on the inside will manifest on the outside. This is an image that I keep on my vision wall, vision board. And again, that constant reminder of the power of belief. It's so easy to overlook the importance of beliefs and start working in the outer world or thinking that we need to do this or do that or change this or create this thing. When the most important thing we can do is change our beliefs. It's the most important thing. And that's that's just one of the things that I keep on my wall to remind me that that's the power of it. And for the quote of the week this week, I'm going to be reading a passage from The Magic of Being by Claude Bristol. Awesome book, written a while ago. I don't know when this was done. Looks like it was 1948, maybe when he originally wrote it. But timeless book, and there's some good stuff in here. And the thing I'm going to share with you is it's actually something that Angela Lansbury said. You know, she was an actress in Murder, She Wrote, and really successful. And I don't know how he uh, got her, you know, or, or to do this like question and answer session. Uh, I'm sure he just, you know, kind of called her up and said, hey, you're super successful. You've got some ideas about the power of belief. Let me get, let me pick your brain a little bit. But she, but he asked her, you know, she, she was, um, you know, really, like I said, really successful actress and had a lot of success in her life. And he said, how do you go about tapping your subconscious mind? And she answered, this is her quote, heavens, I don't want to sound stuffy or highbrow, but it's really awfully simple. If you tell yourself over and over again that there's no limit to the creative power within you, that's about all there is to it. Honestly, I believe that's true. Whatever intelligence or creative force or whatever it is that resides in the world is like, and she waved her hand in some gesture expressively, Oh, like lighter air or something of that sort. It doesn't belong to me, especially. It's there to be tapped and expressed by anyone who knows how to get at it. I love that passage. Remember what I was telling you? Number one, it doesn't belong to us. We just use it. It's the biggest, most profound idea. One of the biggest, most profound ideas that I've ever had the fortune, good fortune to learn that we don't, use, we don't have to do that power, that work. We just use that in infinite creative power like she's talking about. Of all the successful people that I've read about, they all have realized that in some sense because we ultimately have to in order to transcend our limited human, I guess, belief systems or structure or ability, our limited human ability. If we don't transcend our humanness, which is physical and limited and the intellect has its boundaries and transcend it to the spiritual side, the infinite side, the divine side, we will never get, we're never going to advance our race, right? Because otherwise we stay locked in the systems and structures that have always been doing the same things that have always been done, never have any new insights or ideas or impulses. We never grow. We never push the human race forward. We never like evolve as a species or a world. So tap that infinite source, let it flow through you, use you. And, and the thing of it is, it is scary to make an outlandish, irrational statement or write an outlandish, ir irrational story about your life or a script about your life and stick to it. It's going to feel off. It's going to feel uncomfortable. But that's where we all have to start is by planting that seed in our consciousness and 
shining that light through the story board and onto the film that we want to project. Really, really powerful stuff. All right, that's the episode. I really appreciate you tuning in for this special Christmas episode, The Magic of Believing. And hopefully you got something out of this episode. If you did, it would be super awesome if you would give it a thumbs up when it shows up on YouTube or review it on iTunes. You can find links on my website, gmarkphillips.com in the show notes beneath this episode. I would really appreciate it. Let me know your feedback. Let me know what you think about the power of belief, how it's affected your life. And until next time, all the best and Merry Christmas. Thanks very much. Have an awesome week. Bye-bye.